Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Wednesday, June the 17th. Yesterday, we were in Hebrews chapter 5, and today we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 6. And what we're doing is is grabbing hold of two words that in, I actually just realized this after yesterday, in the CSB, they are rendered the same word in English. If you've got a different translation of the Bible, I only looked in ESV, they are actually rendered different English words, but they are indeed um, the same Greek word, and that is the word lazy. So we're looking at some of, um, uh, well, why don't we just read it, and then we'll see what we're looking at. This is like the previews. Um, we always fast forward. My kids will like watch a show, and they'll show you what's coming up after the break, but there's no break because we actually pay for Hulu to take the commercials out. So we always fast forward the preview because they always show us what we're about to see. Uh, you ever watch an episode of House Hunters and realize how much stuff is doubled up in there? Does anybody else still watch House Hunters? Keith and I still watch that. And there's this, there, I got to tell you all this. It's, okay, City Church together, we're going to have, it's us, family. There was this one episode of House Hunters where Keith and I, we didn't, you know, it's a, like a 20-minute show. It's probably, it's like season 147. But uh, this, the, the, the two words together, city center, city center, were said in 20 minutes time, had to be said 587 times. City center, um, it's still a landmark point in our marriage. Okay, here we go. Um, but we are in Hebrews 6 today. Um, Jacob, are you going to edit that out? You're going to leave that in there. All right. Leave her in there. Okay, here we go. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6. We're going to be in verse um, verse 10, and we're going to read down through verse 12. Author of Hebrews writes, For God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you demonstrated for his name by serving the saints and by continuing to serve them. Now, we desire each of you to demonstrate the same diligence for the full assurance of your hope until the end so that you won't become lazy but will be imitators of those who inherit the promise through the faith through faith and perseverance. And that is the word of the Lord from Hebrews chapter 6. Now, yesterday uh, in Hebrews 5, where we saw that word lazy pop up, um, it was... Um, it was the uh, the author of Hebrews um, telling people, uh, telling these Hebrews that they were too lazy to understand is why they weren't in maturity, uh, why they weren't growing in maturity. So um, uh, I think the ESV renders that dull of hearing. Um, same concept. It's it's basically you you can't hear what I'm teaching you um, because you are too lazy to to sort of engage what I'm doing. You're too lazy to actively engage and think about and apply what I'm giving you. Okay, so that's that's the lazy yesterday. The lazy from Hebrews 5 is a, a, a lack of engaging ideas, okay? The, the lazy that we read about here, you'll note, is he says that... Um, uh, we desire each of you to demonstrate the same diligence for the full assurance of your hope until the end so that you won't become lazy, but instead be imitators. Okay, so what he is talking about here is the endurance necessary um, to minister to people. You'll notice that he says, or, or um, to administer the love of Christ to people. 
So you will notice that he says in verse 10, for God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you demonstrated for his name by serving the saints. So what he uh, he is addressing here is, uh, and this, this verse actually for me was is a particular encouragement because sometimes it can feel like the work that you're doing in the house of God is um, going unnoticed or it's not making a difference or somebody that you spent time um, sharing Christ with uh, or teaching how to follow Jesus just really isn't interested anymore, doesn't want to do this. And the writer of Hebrews is saying, no, 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 God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. Now, again, we as um, as uh, Protestant evangelical Christians um, who have an understanding of the gospel that is we don't work for our salvation. God gives it to us freely through Jesus Christ's atoning sacrifice, and that is 100% true. Sometimes we can have an aversion, almost an allergic reaction, whenever we see God asking for work or whenever we hear a pastor asking for work. Is he asking me to work for my salvation? No, this is a working out of that salvation. This is God saying, uh, uh, God saying he, that I will not forget your work and the love that you demonstrate by serving the saints. Okay, what is there is that you are not always going to get immediate return. And by immediate return, sometimes I mean while you're breathing, while you're alive in this life. Okay? You are not going to get immediate return on loving other people, and that makes loving other people, it makes ministry hard. And so he says, but I want you to exercise the same diligence that all these other people who have ministered to you, I want you to exercise that diligence of continuing to love, continuing to minister, so that you won't become lazy. Okay, In other words, check out of the game. Never mind. This is loving people is too hard. Ministering to people is too hard. Serving the church is too hard. Being a part of a church, being brothers and sisters, and a family of people that that um, it's just too hard. It, it it's it's constant problems. It's constant issues, and sometimes the ROI feels very little. But note that he says. Um, he says, so that you won't become lazy, so you quit. You guys, I'm just going to run to my comfort. But we'll be imitators of those who inherit the promises through faith and perseverance. What does perseverance imply? That's going to be hard. You never have to persevere through anything that's easy. Never. Perseverance is only through difficulty. Now, I'm not going to read this verse, but remember we're in the book of Hebrews. One of my anchor passages in Scripture is Hebrews 11, particularly the second half of Hebrews 11. Now, you might have heard that as the, the um, hall of faith you know, chapter, which it is. I mean, it is, it is a list of people who exercise great, great faith. But I, I want to link this idea up because it says, we will be imitators of those who inherit the promises through faith and perseverance. And indeed, Hebrews 11 is a list of, of imitation-worthy people because of the faith that they showed, but it all it shows all of that faith through their work. What did they do because they had this faith? And it was all persevering type things. There's another striking thing, and this is what I love most about Hebrews 11, and this is where we'll end today and, and pray in this direction, to not be lazy, okay? In, in Hebrews 11, um, you get, you get 
a list of all of these people who have been faithful, and you get them by name, and then you get um, the ways that they exercise their faith. And then it's as if the, the writer of Hebrews gets into this mode where he's like, okay, forget, he starts listing off, and instead of listing off things that people do, he just lists off names that he knows his audience is already familiar with. So you know Samson, and you know Barack, and you know, you know, lines them all up. And, and then he stops listing names, and then he just starts what I call machine gunning, which is just, I'm just going to load you up. I'm just going to fire a bunch of ideas at you. And then he just starts listing all of these um, nameless people, but who have achieved great things through faith. And man, it, the list is beautiful. It is that, that first half of that list of Hebrews 11 is all things that we want to be. Uh, the list, the first half of Hebrews 11 is all of people that we would describe as winners, as winners, worldly success. They conquered, they conquered kingdoms. And then without any mention or skipping a beat, the writer of Hebrews just refers to them as others. There were others women who did not receive their children back from the dead, mothers who didn't receive their children back from the dead, Um, people who dwelt in caves, were persecuted, were hurt, were sawn in two. So it seems like the exact opposite list, but it is all people together. And the way that resolves in Hebrews 11 is that he says all of these are still waiting for the promise. You know what that means? That means there's a temptation to get lazy even if our faith leads us to, to worldly success, there's a way to get lazy because it still takes, it takes perseverance even through successes to get through because we will always be tempted to believe that if we are getting an ROI, that's what is seen. It's not what is unseen. And we're called to look to what is unseen. No, no, this is not the reward. This is not the promise. The promise is God's presence. And I don't get God's presence through earthly rewards. And then the other half of the list is just the hard. It's the suffering. It's, it's more clear that I, don't yet, I, I haven't yet obtained God's promise rest. But the writer of Hebrews puts all of those people in the same category where we would tend, we would tend to separate them out and say, well, here's the people over here who have worldly success. Here's the people who are not. They must be serving different gods. Writer Hebrews puts them all together, says, no, 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 we're all waiting for one thing, and it's what he talks about in Hebrews chapter 6. What, what, he, what he will talk about next. What is our hope? And that hope is justice. That hope is shalom. That hope is peace. That hope is togetherness with God. But whether you are a, a, whether you are a perceived success or a perceived failure, whether you are a mother who got your child back through resurrection or, or a person who was sawn in two, whether you are a king who are conquered or a peasant who dwelt in caves. Because we are in Christ together, we are all awaiting the promise. And that means that as we wait, there will be temptations not to persevere with Christ. For those of us who are worldly successes, there's, there's, there's a attempt to cash in. There's a attempt to trade our birthright for a bowl of red soup, the eternal for the temporary. Oh, I've got everything I want now. I don't need God. We, if, you know, I, I'm not going to practice his presence. I'm not going to believe that he's there. I'm not going to choose to look into injustice and, and be present with that and proximate to that. And then for those of us who are hurting, 
and feel like, God, it might be a million miles away. The temptation not to persevere is to say, he doesn't care about me. Nobody cares about me. We've got to do this together, though. None of us can be lazy and fall into those mindsets. We have to be diligent about saying it is faith and perseverance. I know who God is, and I know who says I am, and I know we're all still waiting for the promise together. So head up, eyes on the prize. The kingdom is here now with us. The presence of God is here with us, and we're only going to get more of it as we move forward. Let's pray in that direction, City Church. Our Father, we can be tempted to um, forget you, to get lazy about our perseverance because we are frustrated about our position in life on one hand and sometimes we can get lazy about our pursuit of you and what is good and right and true uh, because we are so pleased with where we are in life. And yet none of us has received the promise. Will you make us a diligent people? Will you open our eyes to our own laziness? Help us to remove the log from our eye. Where have we gotten complacent with you? Where have we allowed our circumstances to tell us a story about who you are and what you're doing? Where have we relied on? some of our consumeristic tendencies or living in opulence or comfort um, to allow us to forget that you're there or that we need you. Open our eyes to it. Bring repentance quickly by your spirit and increase our faith so that we persevere in the hard things. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.